This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. So we are doing Uddhav Gita. Now this is the last message of Sri Krishna, chapter nine, and we were on verse twenty-two. We are done till verse twenty-one. So we are now going to do verse twenty-two. This is a chapter where uh, Sri Krishna is talking more on the lines of devotion. So earlier in the previous verse, he had said, "I am the self of the pious, attainable by devotion alone." Now, when a person has devotion, then only piety is available. which is the outcome of faith you need to have faith faith is a very powerful word the devotion to me purges even outcasts of their congenital impurity congenital impurity we were discussing differently but today i will just give you an idea about congenital impurity everybody who is born on this planet earth sometimes is born with a certain defect at birth itself now this defect which is there is connected to their previous births the congenital defect that is there sometimes the heart has an issue sometimes there are certain things which are programmed in the body to come on at a particular time sometimes a person is born blind sometimes a person is born lame sometimes there is a problem connected to the mental health of the child anything could be the matter now that is a congenital defect but if the person is a devotee of god this devotion removes that defect it's not that a blind man will have vision it's not magic that is going to happen but in the next life that problem will not be continuing the the idea that this defect has come in this life because of certain karmic actions in the past life so they should not continue isn't it so a devotee's problems will not continue this is the meaning of the words so we will start the verse 22 we are doing chapter 9 uddhav gita the last message of sri krishna verse 22 piety joined to truthfulness and compassion or learning coupled with austerity never wholly purifies a mind which is devoid of devotion to me there are lots of scholars in this world there are lots of people who are very pious they do a lot of prayers they go and rub their nose in front of god they will give sastang namaskar they will attend to all the religious functions religious ceremonies they will conduct pujas paths yagyas everything these are very pious people they are also very truthful they will say i only tell the truth i am never telling lies at all see i went to this temple and i put only 10 rupees okay that's very good you have a 2000 rupee note oh there was no change so i couldn't put that 2000 bucks okay but i put 10 rupees <laughs> they are truthful of course <laughs> you see in most of the temples a funny thing happens if you have a big note Say a two thousand rupee note or a five hundred rupee note. 
you can ask the temple priest, can you give me change? That person has a lot of change. Please understand this. <laughs> he can give you as much change as you want. Please don't take the entire amount. Leave him that little bit, whatever that you wish to. <laughs> so, truthfulness. The person says, I am very truthful because I am very pious also. You see, I believe in God. And that is why I am very truthful. And I am very compassionate. I definitely care for all those poor people who sit outside the temple. I give them 10 rupee notes, you see. Very good. That flower lady, you know, I keep on buying from her. Sometimes she charges me more also. I know she when she's charging me more, but you see, the poor lady, she has to take care of her family. I'm a little bit concerned with it. See, last month her husband was very ill, so I had to give that additional money. Oh, that is your compassion. You're bothered about that woman's uh, family. Very nice. All these things put together. You may be pious. You may be truthful. You may be compassionate. But when there is no devotion to Krishna, all this is nullified. Becomes a big zero. You may say, I pray to all the gods, you know, I go to Durga temple, I go to Hanumanji's temple, I go to Shiva temple. Of course, I also know why you go there. Hanumanji temple you go because you want some of your problems in your life to be bashed by Hanumana. That is why you go to his temple. Okay. And then you have also gone to all those holy places. Why? What is this need for you to go to all the holy places in India? Especially you went for the Char Dham Yatra. Yeah, I know you spent 2 lakh rupees per head. Okay, why? I adore Shivji, you know. And I wanted to go and see the Himalayas. That is the reason. Because you adore Shivji and you want to go and see the Himalayas. But you spent 2 lakh rupees. How much did you actually give over there in terms of donation or something like that? I put about 1000 rupees total. Maybe 2000 I think. You spent 2 lakhs, 200,000 on yourself. It costs so much, you see. Yeah, of course, you spent 200,000 going there and spending 2,000 rupees putting in that hundi over there. How many meals you could have given to poor people here in your place? Krishna has this very weird thing of asking you these questions. You know, he's not going to ask you directly. He's not going to say, yeah, yeah come here. No. But this question will come up. He's going to ask you. And then the issue of trying to wriggle out of it also comes in. Remember, Krishna doesn't even ask for one rupee also. You don't even have to go anywhere. You can sit at home for all he cares. It really doesn't matter. Sit at home. Take the name of the Lord. Have you ever heard of any of the great sages? See the people, those who have crossed over to the other side. Think of all the great names. You think uh, the queen. Alright. I mean you can't call her queen. She was a princess. The princess of Chitorgarh, Mirabai, you 
थिंक शी वेंट टू चार धाम यात्रा उन्होंने कैलाशा आई डाउट इफ शी वेंट एनीवेयर शी माइट है मैक्सिमम गॉन टू वृंदावन एंड मथुरा दैट्स इट रमन्ना महर्षि द ग्रेटेस्ट ऑफ द सेजेस आई एम गोइंग टू द हिमालयस because i am very pious and devoted you are only pandering to your lower senses you think you are doing some great job by going over there i am telling you you are wasting lakhs of rupees going over there it is worthless no great person goes to all these kind of places okay unless and until you have a mission in your life that you are going to teach people everywhere if you are an adi shankaracharya you are you have freedom to go all over india if you are just a simple devotee of krishna sit in your house sit in your place pray to krishna that is all he cares for but if you are going to tell me this is what i got to do you are completely wrong there is no austerity in this if you think you are becoming pious by going to those places you are only pandering to your ego what happens to a, a person who is you know settled in us or maybe bali or maybe you know uh, cambodia you think he is a hindu let us say you think he is going to go to all these places he hardly has the time he doesn't have the money also does it mean that he is not a krishna devotee not at all a krishna devotee can just sit in one place take the name of the lord that is it there is no need of traveling and wasting your money and trying to do whatever that you want this person who says i am a very pious person and i am truthful and i am compassionate i have learned coupled with austerity i am a very austere person look at my clothes they are perfect white i wear the cleanest of the dhotis i follow all the traditional requirements i think you have to then go and see ram krishna ji or sai babas of this world and you will be ashamed at your pomp and glory that you wear the white striking white dhoti or the beautiful sari all these sages and all who have reached the other side other side means reach realization god realization they are not even concerned with it even during their path they were going on the path they were not bothered the only thing which was qualifying them is called devotion don't even bother about other things it really doesn't matter you can be pious you can be austere you can be truthful you can be compassionate you can be learned person you can you can recite so many vedas blah, 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 all that who cares krishna says if you are not even a devotee of mine you think i'm going to be happy with it i don't want you get out then the mind is never purified previous verse if you remember you know i said something very strange i said the self of piety is attainable by devotion and here we are saying you are a pious person but you cannot get devotion right think about it what what i said in the previous verse i said if you are a devotee you will get piety devotion is the doorway to piety and pious person 
not necessarily a devotee. He has got ulterior motives also. Okay. When I listen to all the satsangs that are there, they will start with some mantra or some prayer. I assure you, 99.9% of the people who are listening to it don't even have an idea what you are talking about. So if you find somebody doing Om and starting with some prayer, what are you doing? Those guys in front of you don't even have an idea what that Om means or these words mean. Doesn't mean that you are not supposed to do. You go do it in your room, okay? And then you come to the podium and then give one big lecture. They will understand what you are talking if you speak their language. Doesn't make you pious when you keep on, you know, flickering your eyes and doing all kinds of stuff. That is all hogwash. Saying grand words and saying tamasoma and all that kind of... I tell you something, nobody understands and most of these 99% of the people don't understand what you speak. They don't understand a word of what you say. They're, they don't have any knowledge of Sanskrit. Yeah, the words are very nice. It's like listening to some Spanish song or some, you know, uh, all those things which are there in this world. Uh, Despacito. I think listening to Despacito, a person can at least dance, you know. But nobody, I didn't understand what it means. Okay, I just said, uh, you can listen to the song. But then listening to the drone of this person saying kind of a verse and all that. Have they ever seen Ramakrishna Paramahansa do that? Never. Have you ever seen Ramana Maharshi saying something like that? Never. Then why are these crooks doing it? You think it is important to do? Ramana Maharshi was directly in connect with people. He knew that saying those kind of verses or kind of things are not even going to enter the minds of these people. Krishna is saying this very clearly. He says, purification of the mind is only by devotion. And I am going to show you where it is said. It is not important if you don't know. He says, even if you don't know those words, it doesn't matter. You see, I can keep on saying Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. It is okay. Fine. He says, but if you know all those fancy words, I am a little bit afraid. See, Krishna uh, Krishna is nowadays learning all those on Duolingo. Okay, other languages. Why would you want to go into some archaic language and think about all those things? Those 99.9% of the people worldwide, you may have a 1 million or 2 million followers. In that 2 million, how many understand what you are talking? You are a devotee of God. You are talking about devotion. You are talking about the path of devotion, which is Bhakti Marg. Translation. Say simple words. Even yoga class teachers, they also talk some fancy words. I, I don't understand. Why are you talk, talking to the Americans in those fancy language of yours? They don't understand a damn thing. Okay? Speak to them in a simple English. I think they will understand that. Talk to the language of the heart. That is what Krishna says. The idea of learning the language of the heart is very important. Devotion is the language of the heart. I will tell you how it works. We move to the next verse, verse 23 from the Uddhav Gita, chapter 9. How can the mind be purified without devotion, characterized by the softening of the heart? The hair standing on end and tears of joy flowing out of the eyes. I do an afternoon satsang which is called the Narad Bhakti Sutra. Many a times 
I myself cannot continue the satsang because my words are stuck up. Yesterday, I couldn't even complete the lines of Surdas's words. Uh, yesterday it was not Surdas. Yesterday it was uh, Narsi Mehta. And Narsi Mehta's beautiful poem, I could only say four words in that. That's it. It's not that I don't know. But if that is going right inside your heart, you got to tear up. Personally, it has to affect you. It's not that you need to be an Amitabh Bachchan of acting over here. Okay? <laughs> All those kind of stuff. Okay? And have uh, glycerin tears. Not necessary. It means simply what is there enters your heart. Bang! How can the mind be purified without devotion? Characterized by the softening of the heart. The heart has to become very, very soft, mushy. You understand? Melting kind. This heart accommodates everybody. You cannot even have anger after that. You see, a devotee's heart is so soft, exactly like wax, molten wax. He's very soft. Anybody can do anything. Anybody can say anything. They are not even concerned with it. They are looking at that person and says, okay, fine. Krishna's temple is a place where I have seen people literally roll on the ground and cry their heart out in certain places. In some Krishna temples, I have seen people literally stand over there shivering right behind. There is no idea why it is happening. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, an avatar of Krishna, also a great saint of Ka East. He was so intoxicated, just looking, looking at the image of Krishna in Jagannath Puri, that he would literally melt. I am telling you physically. Physically. You see, he would sit in his room provided, you see, there was a room which the Pandaji of the temple had provided him, the, the king of that place, Puri, had also provided him that. He would sit in the room and cry so much that sometimes his body was literally like wax. It is written in, you know, his Charitamrit. It is written over there. And not by one person. There are many people who have written his biography. In that it is mentioned. His body would literally get elongated. <laughs> On his own. He would be crying the whole day. Just thinking of Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. The heart was so soft. Anybody who came on his path, he used to look at that person as just an extension of Krishna. Never could he even come to a point or even reprimand a person. You can't even reprimand anybody. You feel so much of love in your heart. So Krishna says this, how can this mind which is purified by devotion cannot soften? That means the softening of the heart, completely mushy, will happen when you are purified by devotion alone. 
the hair will stand at end. You get horripilations all over the body. And tears of joy flowing out in the eyes, like I said. Verse 24. A devotee of mine whose speech is broken by sobs, whose heart melts and who without any idea of shame, sometimes weeps profusely or laughs or sings aloud or dances or purifies the whole universe. This devotee of mine, who is so intoxicated just by me, just by my name. His speech is broken. He cannot say the words. The words also do not flow from the mouth of that person. Sometimes, when those who have come here for puja during the Guru Purnima or whichever time, you have yourself experienced some devotees not able to say the next word. They may be singing, but they cannot say the next word. They are so intoxicated by devotion that they are lost. The words also do not come out of their mouth. So here, I will make a qualification again. You may know the words. You may be a great scholar. You may keep on saying beautiful prayers. You may say all the shast, all this, you know, Vedic words. You know, the, you are the master of Vedanta. But if you don't know how to cry, you are not even qualified. Just Having that knowledge doesn't make you a devotee. A devotee sits and cries for the Lord. This person, his speech is broken by sobs. Why does he cry? That is the, that is the devotional fervor that he has, the love that is absolutely Pure. His mind cannot take in any other thing except the Lord. Krishna's name itself, wherever the name was taken, even if it came somewhere in a verse, Ram Krishna Paramahansa would start crying. The heart melts and without any idea of shame, you see, people are bothered in temple when they have to do these kind of things. They are bothered. They will look around. They will see. Somebody is watching me. I cannot cry now. If your love is so divine, it doesn't even matter. If the satsang stops over here and I start crying for the next five minutes, let us say, because that is what happens. Don't bother about it. Because that is what is needed today. You see, we cry for our mother who might have died. We cry for our Father, we cry for the children who are dead. We cry for people. We cry for the country. Yeah. But when it comes to cry for the Lord, why is shame there? There need not be shame. I had a friend in the past. This man was a complete atheist. He's a communist. And he became a very good friend of mine and I said, let us go to the church. We used to attend some church in Mumbai. 
he started attending i left mumbai but this man continued to go he called me at that place he said can you come and meet me at this place i said okay what time 4 o'clock okay fine he stood next to me and for the next half an hour when the service was going on 15 minutes he was just sat standing and crying no words were coming out of his mouth and i looked at him and i said my god this is a fantastic change is no more but like i said this was a fantastic change even if you don't understand the words does not matter the devotion will make you cry it will oripelate you your hairs will stand at ends you may sometimes start laughing for what nobody knows just looking at krishna you are talking you know it's like this you know you are you are speaking in your mind krishna today you know i was thinking of doing this and then krishna may respond to you you don't even know you are talking in your mind because your mind is pure and krishna answers back by the way you know this <laughs> try it when you are a devotee of krishna and you talk to krishna in your own mind he is going to answer back and you will say was that him or was my mind talking it happens and maybe you <laughs> you laugh for what nobody knows people will look at you oh is screw loose doesn't matter let them call whatever they want to a true devotee of krishna doesn't bother about anything he is always lost in the lord he is intoxicated verse 25 says of the uddhav gita as gold smelted by fire gives up its dross and gets back its real state so the mind by means of systematic devotion to me winnows off its desire for work and attains to me when you become a devotee of krishna and as you reach the state of perfection in devotion let me tell you you will drop whatever you are doing today you may be in a company you may be working for a big organization you may have a lot of money you may be with your family you may be with your friends you could be doing anything when this devotion reaches the highest peak you will drop everything even the money that you own you will just give it away to charity i am not joking this is what a person does there is a very beautiful story of samarth ramdas now samarth ramdas had a devotee she was a very rich lady staying in one town so one day he happened to go to that town on his journey whenever he is traveling she listened to his satsang she listened to all the kirtans that he did she met him the moment she met him something very strange happened to her she said to him i want to come with you samarth ramdas started laughing he said oh, you want to come with me for what you think you are going to get some fancy beds with me or uh, some hotels where you can stay you think you will get good food to eat none of this is there we stay in the jungles under trees we don't even have simple pair of clothes with us we walk barefoot most of the time there is no food which we can save up for the next even morning food cannot be saved for the evening we beg for food we don't even know when we take bath 
whenever we come to a river we take bath if it is possible and you think you can join me the lady was very much she thought for a moment and she said yes then why don't you do one thing give away all your wealth now samarth ramdas was actually testing her out she said that she was his devotee remember that so what happens was she goes home she takes out everything that is there and she starts a distribution she gives away this that the vessels the clothes everything she gives away even the house she gives away she is completely left with two pairs of clothes one she is wearing and one she she can carry that's it she takes one jolly jolly is a side bag you know kind of a stuff and she walks along with samartha ramdas now please understand one thing you are a devotee of god there are no special favors if you have given up your world so samartha ramdas doesn't treat her like she is some royalty or something oh you did such a great stuff by giving away all your wealth that is not the way he looks at her that is not the qualification for highest devotion giving away your wealth is a primary thing primary it starts at the beginning but to rise up in the spiritual path to become a devotion devotee of the highest order you have to really work very hard so she is treated worse than anybody never say that you know i gave away everything so that i can come with you if you think somebody can do this i have given up everything so that i can come with you samarth ji i'm sorry sir get out from here go back to your world he won't even look at her so this is one thing you need to understand you nobody who has given away everything can be qualified higher up in the category no way that is the primary requirement all the sages in the past have they not given away and then done 10 or 20 or 30 years of uh, you know sadhana you got to work hard devotion just doesn't come like that like that devotion will come if you are a true devotee of god your heart has to melt you cannot say oh this is what i used to do no chance who cares you have to eat what is given you have to go and beg begging go first destruction of ego happens by means of begging do you know this the ahankara is i will never ask anybody for money is called ego the moment this ego comes in you i will never ask anybody for money and if this is what you are taking in devotion path of devotion or being spiritual you are not even qualified if you say these words a true devotee doesn't have shame did i not say this he can weep in shame he can dance in shame it really there is no shame there he shameless he will dance he will weep he will sing he will do whatever the previous verse i did in this also there is no shame in the upanayana ceremony if you know in india what is the first words that you say bhikshande give me some bhiksha i am begging of you can you give me some something and you have to go and beg
you see the most important part is when you beg you come to understand the person that you are with try asking money from people just ask money and see what happens if you get a person he will say okay i will give you this money and tomorrow he will keep on saying you know i gave you i gave you i gave you i gave you that is not called giving you are still retaining the givership that means the ownership of giving is still remaining with the one who has given when you give something that is gone from the system that is charity when you give something to someone and you don't even think about it don't even say i gave you last year so much the year before last i gave you so much that is not called charity charity is giving away and not even thinking about it ever so giving it up is very very important this kind of devotion which leads you on this path and if you have given up something please understand you are on the lowest rung of devotion not the highest no by doing something like that you are still starting it's your kindergarten how many people are ready to give up hardly anybody so when there is hardly anybody there is no choice isn't it so giving up is important as gold smelted by fire gives up its dross and gets back its real state so the mind by means of systematic devotion to me we knows of his desire for work and attains to me when a person is doing systematic devotion systematic devotion do you remember what it is there are six stages of becoming a devotee the first stage dispassion for material worldly stuff you can't say i have to wear these fancy clothes you can't say i got to stay in a five star hotel you can't even say that i got to walk with these fancy shoes of mine no dispassion for everything material giving up point number 1 point number 2 detachment from everybody around you you cannot have attachment to even your dog for that matter how can i leave my dog and go away i have left my parents you know fancy stuff i have left my brother sister my husband my wife my this one my that one poor dog who is going to look after him is that so i was seeing some serial you know where i saw that uh, there was this person and the wife is dead and the husband is arrested this is some american serial and the husband is arrested they have some 5 6 year old child and the person says what is going to happen to the small girl what is going to happen the people who look after them i don't know what services they call it in america they will come and take her away and put in some foster home and everybody was feeling bad about it oh what's going to happen to the child 6 years
in our world of spirituality devotional path we don't question that never question that what is going to happen to me or that person don't ever question it please understand everything is happening for a certain reason god is the one who is moving this entire thing forward if he has created that situation please have the devotion and the highest faith in him to know that he knows where you have to go don't you remember oliver twist and all those books that you have read in your childhood you think oliver twist you know he was uh, some he got into trouble it does not matter we say in hindi dane dane pe likha hai khane wale ka naam means every grain of food, whatever you know wheat rice or whatever the name of the person is written who is going to eat it and it need not be a human being it could be a bird also so it is like that so don't bother who is take, going to take care of your dog why are you caring for dog why are you caring for parents who are ill and sick and this and that god has brought them you are not some person who are supposed to take care if you are a devotee of god he is going to take care of it you leave it to him in the material world they will say it is your responsibility you know they don't understand devotion to god nobody in this world understands devotion to god the wife will say you have to take care of me oh is that so then there will be no spiritual people in this world you want to be the devotee of god it really doesn't matter and it is not even necessary to make provisions and then leave what are you talking about i am supposed to make provisions if god wants to take care of your mother your father your children he will take care why are you worried a devotee of god never bothers about and cares for this kind of a thing he knows my father in heaven krishna who is there he is going to take care have that confidence have that faith but this kind of devotion doesn't is is very rare to find people are bothered about tomorrow they are bothered about money they are bothered about who is going to take care of my parents my children my husband my wife devotion is never qualified by that and if you think that is the case then you are not even started on rung number 1 even the first rung you have not crossed understand this the dross is going out when you hit the gold isn't it that is what he says the gold smelted by fire gives up its dross and gets back its real state you have to get back to the real state systematic devotion to me i hope you understood what the systematic devotion to me means first one is renunciation i gave you only two so far do you remember the first one i said was dispassion the second one i said was detachment i will read this word so that you will understand it better this is the narad bhakti sutra in which i did this verses if you think that you have time you can go and see narad bhakti sutra which is there as a separate uh portion in the podcast as well as in the website you can go and look it up it is there from verse 1 itself from sutra 1 you can find the narad bhakti sutra krishna knows narad bhakti sutra google that you will get that first is giving up that is dispassion second one is attachment that means detachment has to be done third one is through continuous loving tender services to the lord service to the god service is very very important service how do you service god you don't say you know 
oh the market is closed so i didn't get the flowers that is why i can't put the flowers you can't say these words today i am only offering this you know what yesterday's dal was there rice was there so when i am making this prasada i'll put that little bit of yesterday's dal and give it to krishna wow when krishna has to give to you he always gives you fresh and new and stuff isn't it why are you making this adjust smarty kind of things don't do that adjustments show real devotion to krishna so he says continuous tender loving service to the lord then he says next one point number 4 hear and sing glories of the lord sing bhajans kirtans all the beautiful songs that you know of god this is the fourth one the fifth one you can get all this knowledge and the path of devotion only through your spiritual master when you have a guru he will show you what is devotion without guru devotion is very very impossible buddha was not a devotee by the way buddha did not need any master so buddha could have become buddha without master it's all right self realization can be just got like that but devotional path mm-hmm. you need a spiritual master that is point number 5 point number 6 is called grace of god but there is a very funny thing in grace of god the grace of god descends on you in a very strange manner he sends you his replica means what krishna will send you his representative the guru so number 6 qualifies number 5 the grace of god will descend and he will send you the person who will take you towards this path this is from the narad bhakti sutra got it i'm still doing those verses you can go and check them out so we move to the next verse verse 26 uddhav gita chapter 9 the last message of sri krishna the more this mind is cleaned by listening to and reciting the sacred tales about me the more it sees the subtle reality like ice through an application of collyrium collyrium is kajal collyrium you put it in your eyes you see all the kids you know they put that black stuff in their eyes they say that it cleans the eyes so he says when you listen to my songs and when you sing them for me remember the third or the fourth one hmm? just now only i said listening to the songs and singing them yes mind is cleansed is cleaned by listening and reciting the songs and the sacred tales about me the more you can see the subtle reality you will be able to see the true krishna there was a very strange incident we had gone to a temple and uh, that was the samadhi of sant nyaneshwar alandi at that point there was a request for getting the chadar chadar is the one which is covering the samadhi by the way it's a nirgun samadhi there is nobody inside there okay there is an image kept over there you pray to that image sant nyaneshwar disappeared from there from that underground chamber so the samadhi mandir was under the construction activity was going on so after giving a request to the office the office said okay we will give you one very beautiful chadar you can go so we requested the previous day was a very auspicious day so can we get the chadar from there so it so happened that 
when the chadar was being taken there were some cupboards being opened everything was in a mess and this devotee saw a forearm krishna standing over there okay the vision lasted for some time and then it disappeared the devotee went and said this to someone that someone says can i also have that vision oh can i also have that vision you think vision are some tickets which are available for sale huh don't say that when i started this satsang do you remember what i said why do people have the defects in this life i said no congenital defects they come from the past likewise devotion is a path which is transverse which you cross over from all these lifetimes maybe the person who got that darshan has reached that stage in devotional path to that level that is why the darshan was possible you may not even have crossed the first rung how can you demand for it how can you think that you can be comparable to somebody else the devotion is not some tickets you can buy somewhere for some show please understand this nobody is allowed that you got to prove yourself on the path of devotion did i not give you this understanding over here systematic devotion to me krishna says these words very clearly if you have systematic devotion to me then only the darshans are possible not just it will be available for sale and just not because you have keep kept on asking somebody so this person wrote to me last night at 1 o'clock can i get you can't you haven't proved the last life or the life before that you got to have done this and in this life there has to be more fervor more fervor to that level the more the mind is cleansed by listening and reciting the sacred tales about me the more it sees the subtle reality only then when your eyes can water when you can sing the songs when you can go mad listening to the words of krishna when you can be so lost in him that time he will show you the subtle reality the subtle reality can only be experienced when you are so high up in devotion i hope you understand what i am saying just by asking or demanding or thinking that you are some qualified person doesn't make that reality come in it takes eons and eons and lifetimes after lifetimes serving the lord the six verses please remember them the six qualifiers in that service is extremely important serving the lord is very very important serving the lord means even listening to the words just like akabai listen to ramdas that is so very important you have to cross over you have to go till that the various steps 1 2 3 4 like that it carries on devotion is not that simple to get just like that remember the highest the highest fruit of devotion is to be with him in goloka that is the highest fruit think where do you stand and then ask okay so we have come 
to the end of verse 26. Next time, tomorrow, we will start the verse 27 onwards of the Uddhav Gita. Thank you. You have a very great day today. Stay safe and be at home. Bye. Take care.